0: Good morning and happy Easter! Welcome to our online worship service for Easter Sunday. Uh, It's great to have you joining with us, uh, whether you're joining with us now at half ten on Easter Sunday morning or watching sometime later, um, wherever you are, uh, it's great to join together and worship God as we celebrate the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Today, in the midst of all that is going on in the world, uh, in the midst of all the fear, anxiety, uh, and sadness, today is a day where we celebrate new life and hope. And we celebrate that hope that we have in Jesus, that hope of resurrection. And so, as we begin our worship service, let's remind ourselves, let's uh, remember the joy of Easter, and we say together these opening words. Hallelujah. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Praise the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. He has given us new life and hope by raising Jesus from the dead. Hallelujah. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. And now on this Easter Sunday, we're going to, uh, in a minute, light our Easter candle in church. uh, And I'd invite you to light a candle where you are at home. And the light reminds us that God is with us. The The light reminds us that Jesus is the light of the world. And on this Easter day, the light reminds us of the light and the hope that we have as Christians. This is the day when our Lord Jesus Christ was raised gloriously from the dead, crushing the power of sin and destroying the sting of death. Throughout the world, Christians celebrate the mighty power of God as Christ calls us out of darkness to share in his marvelous light. May we and all Christ people shine as lights in the world to the glory of God the Father. And so I'm going to light the Easter candle behind me. And as we light our candle, we have these words, the light of Christ thanks be to God. And let's pray the Collect for Easter Sunday. God of glory, by the raising of your Son, you have broken the chains of death and hell. Fill your church with faith and hope, for a new day has dawned and the way to life stands open in our Saviour Jesus Christ. Amen.
1: the morning glorious bright with the dawning of hope in jerusalem fold the grave close to light as the angels announced christ is risen see god's salvation plan wrought in love born in pain in sacrifice. Fulfilled in Christ a man, for he lives, Christ is risen, Sorrow, she turns from the empty tomb. Is a voice speaking, calling a name. It's the Master, the Lord raised to life again. This voice expands the years, speaking life, stirring hope. the spirit who close faith with certainty honors and blessing, glory and praise to the king crowned with power and authority and we are raised with him dead in dead love was one, Christ is called has won, Christ has called.
0: Friday, Jesus paid the punishment for our sin, and so on this Easter Sunday, let us remember that we can come before the throne of grace, confess our sins knowing that God is merciful, uh, and that through Christ we are forgiven. So we're going to come now before God and say sorry for all those things that have got in the way of our relationship with him, and using these words, Please join in with the words involved. Like Mary at the tomb, we fail to grasp the wonder of your presence. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Like the disciples behind locked doors, we are afraid to be seen as your followers. Christ have mercy. Christ have mercy. Like Thomas in the upper room, we are slow to believe. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. And so, Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and keep you in everlasting life, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And now we're going to hear again the story of that first Easter Sunday, as we have our scripture readings.
2: The lesson is taken from the
3: Acts of the Apostles, chapter 10, starting to read at verse 34. And Peter opened his mouth and said, truly, I perceive that God shows no partiality, but in every nation, anyone who fears him and does what is right is acceptable to him. You know, the word which he sent to Israel, preaching good news of peace by Jesus Christ, who is Lord of all, the word which was proclaimed throughout all Judea, beginning from Galilee after the baptism, which John preached. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. How he went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. And we are witnesses to all that he did, both in the country of the Jews and in Jerusalem. They put him to death by hanging him on a tree. But God raised him on the third day and made him manifest, not to all the people, but to us who were chosen by God as witnesses, who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. And he commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that he is the one ordained by God to be judge of the living and the dead. To him, all the prophets bear witness that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name.
4: When the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James, and Salome, bought spices so that they might go and anoint him. And very early in the first day of the week, when the sun had risen, they went to the tomb. They had been saying to one another, Who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance of the tomb? When they looked up, they saw that the stone, which was very large, had already been rolled back. As they entered the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in white robe sitting on the right side, and they were alarmed. But he said to them, do not be alarmed. You are looking for Jesus of Nazareth. He was crucified. Who who was crucified? He has been raised. He is not here. Look, there is the place they laid him. But go tell his disciples and Peter that he is going ahead of you to Galilee, there you will see him, just as he told you. So they went out and fled from the tomb, for terror and amazement as seized them. And they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. That's the end of the reading.
0: Well, this Easter comes after a year of living in fear, fear of coronavirus, fear of the lockdown, the consequences of lockdown, uh, and of course, the fear of the unknown. Uh, Questions like, when is it really going to end? When is life going to return back to normal? I remember this time last year, I think I was still being carried by the novelty of lockdown. And while the situation was very scary uh, and worrying, I was also uh, hopeful, and I think like many of us, we were hopeful that, that within a few months life would go back to normal. I don't think any of us imagined that a whole year later, we would still be in some kind of lockdown. We would still be having services on YouTube. I think this year, this Easter, maybe for many of us, it feels a bit different. And yes, there is light at the end of the tunnel, but there are still question marks over when this pandemic will be over uh, and no doubt many of us are just simply feeling tired and weary and quite a few of us have had an incredibly tough year and it's into all of this that we celebrate Easter, a season of hope, a season of new life and I think it is uh, interesting looking at Mark's account of the Easter story Uh, and it's one that doesn't often get read at Easter Sunday and I wonder if perhaps the reason is uh, because of its slightly confusing ending. It doesn't end with a heartwarming story of of Mary coming across Jesus thinking that she's the gardener and then and then that sudden realisation, that moment of joy as she realises Jesus. The story fails to include the intriguing race between Simon Peter and the other disciple that John seems quite fixated on. Instead, this account of Easter Sunday ends with Mary, Magdalene, uh, the other Mary, Salome, fleeing from the scene in terror. They're absolutely terrified of what they have just seen. Their experience is pretty scary. They've been on their way to anoint the body, uh, as was the custom, uh, and this was of course delayed because of the Sabbath, so they get up very early on this Sunday morning uh, to go and anoint Jesus' body. And Mark's version, if you read it closely and compare it to the other Gospels, it adds a few little uh, bits of symbolism. It says they, they got up very early in the morning, and Mark adds, the sun was risen, The symbolism of light rising up, a new dawn, uh, I don't think would have been mistaken by the readers of Mark's Gospel. On these people, on these women, walking in this great darkness, light was shining on them. Psalm 30 says, weeping may linger for the night, but joy comes in the morning. But these women Certainly at the time, in their grief, they don't don't notice, they don't pay attention to the rising sun, this light shining upon them. They're still shrouded by their grief of the events of Good Friday. And as they walk towards their tomb, they walk with their heads hung in sorrow, and they muse on this, this problem that is before them. They say that there is a huge stone that has been rolled over the tomb, and they ask each other, you know, who will roll away this stone? The stone is uh, put there for security reasons. Uh, that Jesus was laid in this tomb uh, by a tomb bought by Joseph of Arimathea, a wealthy follower of Jesus. Uh, and uh, a stone was often used for security reasons. Tombs, uh, sadly, were often broken into in those times, particularly when they were owned by wealthy families. And so this stone was there for security, a huge stone rolled over the front of the tomb. And as these women make their way, they ask the question, who will roll away this stone? It might just be a simple question about a practical problem in front of them. Some scholars see Mark as recording this as a kind of lament. They're lamenting uh, over what has happened The significance of the stone symbolises their grief and their sorrow. But then the women look up. Only Mark says they look up. And this phrase, look up, it appears a few times in the Bible. And again, it has a wonderful symbolism about it. When people looked up, they often looked up towards heaven. Jesus looked up to heaven when when he gave thanks for the bread that he Uh, was about to break and feed to the 5,000, in the story of Abraham, where God tested him and said, sacrifice your only son. He was about to uh, lay a knife on his hand, and then it says, Abraham looked up, and there in the thicket was a ram that God had provided. The women, they look up, and they see that the stone has been rolled away, But at this point in time, they don't recognise God's intervention. Uh, Their immediate reaction is one of alarm. You know, what has happened? Where are the guards? Has someone taken Jesus? Has someone stolen the body? And then they go into the tomb. uh, And instead of seeing Jesus' body, they see this young man dressed in white robes, uh, who says to them, you know, do not be afraid. Jesus has been raised. Go and tell Peter and the disciples. But at this point in time the women are engulfed in, in fear, in alarm, uh, in amazement at what is happening. They don't quite understand what is happening and, and in their fear they flee and they don't tell anyone. At least that's what Mark tells us, certainly not at that particular moment in time. It's a confusing ending. Uh, and fear is not necessarily the emotion we associate with Easter Sunday. We tend to focus on, uh, on the transition from uh, weeping to joy. Mark doesn't bring any of these emotions into his account. His is just that raw, immediate human experience uh, of that strange encounter with the unknown, with the scary, with the supernatural. And looking at this story, I wonder how much can we, this Easter Sunday, identify with those women on that morning? Sometimes, like the women, we might feel that we are walking in darkness. We might feel that we are walking right now in the midst of some pretty dark times. Perhaps we, like the women, have failed to notice that the sun has already risen, and that light is shining on us. And perhaps we, like the women, walk, and we walk with our heads hung down, focused on the magnitude of the problems that are in front of us. Like the women who who could only think about the problem of the stone that needed rolling away, perhaps we're uh, weighed down by these burdens ahead of us that we can't see a way forward. But when the women looked up, the stone had already been rolled away. And when they arrive at the tomb, the message is this, do not be afraid. It's a message that is so often repeated by messengers from God to people. But if you look back on those uh, times when that message is uh, shared to people in these great moments in scripture, the message, do not be afraid, it, it is not a, a heart, uh, a kind of a comforting message to say, don't worry, things will turn out all right in the end. It is nearly always, do not be afraid because of what has just happened, because of how God Has intervened. This Easter, uh, some of us have been placing uh, hope stones around the community. Uh, Maybe you have done, or maybe you've seen one walking around, and if you haven't, just encourage you to go and do it. It's a great thing to do, particularly at this season of Easter. And this word hope, we associate it with something uh, that will happen in the future. We look forward to things in hope. We look forward to uh, the pandemic coming to an end in hope. When we talk about Christian hope, we often think about the hope that is to come. We think about the hope of heaven, the hope of new creation. But the hope of Easter is different. It is not a hope about what is to come but a hope about what has already happened. This young man at the tomb says, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid, not because Jesus will rise from the dead, but because Jesus has risen from the dead. And you might not realise it, but the sun has already risen. The stone has already been rolled away, Jesus has been raised, death has been defeated, sins have been forgiven, a new day has dawned, new life has already begun. All of these things have happened and this is the wonderful hope and joy of Easter. It is not a longing uh, to something better in the future, but a celebration of the hope that we have because of what has already happened and taken place. This Easter, may we have a rock solid hope in Jesus, in what he has done, in his resurrection. And may we know the inexpressible joy that Easter brings. Amen.
2: On this Easter Sunday,
5: we pray for the church here at St. John's. We pray and give thanks for David as he leads us. We give thanks for all the members of the church have done to care and support each other during this time, and also how they have, we have cared and tried to help members of the community of Leytonstone. May we continue to do this within the strength and guidance of the Holy Spirit. We pray for those who are not well at this time, or perhaps feel lonely or isolated. We remember members of St. John's family and friends who are no longer with us, and we ask that the bereaved receive the strength and comfort of the Holy Spirit. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for the church and the world For those people who are finding it difficult, whose societies do not respect their religion, who struggle against prejudice and indifference and sometimes persecution. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for our country at this time and give thanks that the vaccination programme is proceeding and we give thanks for the children are back in school and that some restrictions have been lifted we continue to pray for the national health service and all frontline workers many of whom are suffering from severe stress we pray for the staff of care homes and for those who care they care for we pray for the suffering people who have COVID-19, and also many people who are suffering because their operations and treatments have been delayed for a long time. We pray for the many people who are suffering severe financial situations, for the fearing the loss of their businesses or, and who are unemployed and do not know which way to turn. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer for them. We pray for the world, for all countries suffering from the pandemic, especially those who are unable to protect people from the pandemic or offer treatment. We pray for those living in terrible conditions in refugee camps, We pray for asylum seekers. We pray for all areas of the world where there's terror and persecution continuing for people of Myanmar and parts of China and India. We pray for people affected by the floods in Australia. We give pray and give thanks for all the people who work to help in charities and throughout the world. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. As we remember how the disciples felt after Jesus's death on the cross, and their relief and joy and hope at his resurrection, so we, despite the troubles of the past year, feel hope and trust in God's mercy. For Christ is risen, Christ is risen indeed. Alleluia.
2: lost my mind
0: So before we have our final prayer, uh, a couple of notices. A reminder, we are meeting for After Church Coffee on Zoom, uh, immediately after this service at half eleven. Do join us uh, if you are able to, it'd be lovely to see you. Uh, And also uh, a reminder that we are uh, getting ready to reopen the church building for worship, Uh, so we'll be returning on the 18th of April for services in the church. uh, And After the 18th, we will also be starting our midweek communion on Wednesdays uh, the following week. And on Sunday the 25th of April, we have our annual meeting uh, where we'll be refreshing our electoral roll. If you're not on the electoral roll yet and would like to be, do contact the office. Uh, And uh, we'll be using that time also to think about the year ahead uh, and what ways God might be leading us uh, and what he wants us to focus on as a church. So that's April the 25th for our annual meeting. We close our time of worship together with a blessing and these Easter responses. Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. Praise the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. He has given us new life and hope by raising Jesus from the dead. God has claimed us as his own. He has brought us out of darkness. He has made us light to the world. Hallelujah. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be upon you all and remain with you always. Amen.